0: Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway. Sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Hey guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. This is episode 104 five coming back at you here uh talking about independent pro wrestling uh from a couple of guys a couple of yahoos who who work around it so much we gotta keep talking about it uh myself here in pittsburgh pa talking uh, uh video production and the like and not that there's much because it's all got snowed out in january but a guy that doesn't have to worry about snow he's amon peyton he's down in san antonio texas the voice of inspire pro wrestling how you doing man
1: I'm doing good. We've gotten a bit of frost in, in the last month, but not nothing
0: too bad. Obviously,
1: not nothing Pittsburgh comparing. But
0: and, yeah. now, and now we're a typical podcast talking about the weather. As, as, as you do. As you do. Uh, but, anyways, uh, check us out over at WrestlingMamShow.com. You can check out all of our interviews. A 100- hundred. Uh, 104 other interviews that we've done. Well, actually, 103. There was a little thing that happened. Uh, But at least 104 conversations about independent pro wrestling in some fashion. You can let us know what you think about the conversations we have, the people we interview, and let us know questions if we've uh, released who we're talking about in the upcoming week. Four one two wms 0 or times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and of course at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. Please go subscribe to the show. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, YouTube and of course on the Wrestling Man Show Facebook. We're putting the videos there as well and you can join us and join the conversation on any of those platforms there. Uh, so, uh, Amen. tell me, uh, we got a bit of a return this week.
1: A bit of a return. Uh, It's been, uh, I want to say, a a little over a year since we last had this guest on our show. And uh, in that time, has has done a lot of spectacular things, both in Texas and and beyond. Uh, Very excited to have him back on. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the Indie Mayhem show, Mr. Keith Lee. Keith, how are you this evening?
2: I'm fantastic. Greetings, gentlemen. Greetings, podcast fans. I hope everybody's
1: doing well. Absolutely. Thank you again for uh, coming on and talking to us. Uh, I believe uh, I, I looked in the last time we checked was around, last time we checked in with you was around October of uh, 2014. So it's been a little while and um, and you've done some really big things lately. Uh, how's how's your wrestling career sort of been shaping out since we last talked?
2: Um, <laughs> it's become very active. Uh, <laughs> ever since returning from injury, uh, things really picked up. I, I think i said it you know, a, a little over a year ago, when I was on here, that things were on a turnaround for me, and uh, it's proven to be nothing less than a thrill ride at the moment. And it's continuing to pick up pace, and that, that's that's the uh, that's the that's the way I'm trying to keep it right now.
1: <laughs> awesome, very cool. Um, well, since we last talked to you, obviously you've been doing a lot of different things in the world of wrestling. Uh, one of the things we definitely want to talk to you about is uh, you've been teaming up. Uh, uh, in the last year, with uh, uh, someone who we've had on the Wrestling Mayhem show in the past, and that's uh, Shane Taylor. Uh, you guys are the uh, Pretty Boy Killers, and you seem to be, you know, making a name for yourself as a, as a team across not just Texas, but even, like I said, even beyond that. Uh, what's it like? Been sort of finding this role, you know, in a, in a tag team chain? Uh,
2: honestly, uh, unexpected. First, I don't think either of us we were particularly expecting it but um it happened and if you look at the both of us it's pretty obvious we murder people on our own so now we're just a, a team of murderers at the moment uh it's been joyful and it's been fun the road trips have been great um all the experiences we're having right now are, are fresh and and I guess you could say, further motivation for us to keep doing what we do. Not only is the experiences that type of a scenario, there's also the fans themselves that offer up a lot of inspirational words almost daily as it is right now. So that's something that we're really grateful for and just looking to continue the trend, if you will.
1: Absolutely. And it seems uh, from the stuff I've seen of you and Shane in, 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 you know, as a tag team, uh, you guys definitely provide a different dynamic when it comes to the two of you. Obviously, you're both very powerful individuals, but uh, uh, even some of the things you do separately are very, you know, they, I think you all just make for a really good team. Uh, would you say that when it comes to sort of the stuff you guys
2: do in the ring? Uh, I think it's easily said that Shane and I both tend to balance each other out, not only in the ring, but outside the ring. If you look in the ring you see that Shane is the gentleman that hits people extremely hard. And I use the term gentleman extremely loosely. <laughs> um, I am very happy to be tagging with him because I, I, I see and I hear the effects of the strikes that he delivers and they're not very nice. Whereas myself, even being almost the same, same weight as him, you know, I, I provide more of a, uh, an agile type of feel and, uh, we just tend to balance each other in the ring in that in that type of feel. Even in, in, in life though, you <laughs> see he and I are two completely different individuals. <laughs> I mean, we have the same goals in wrestling. But you got a man that's, you know, obsessed with man cards and, and being manly and things of that sort, and then you got me that's you know, the absolute nerd, uh Watching anime and playing video games. The only thing we do similarly is lift weights. So that's about it.
1: <laughs> and I think that dynamic like that is, is very cool to see because obviously, if anyone's seen you at shows or you know you, you definitely embrace your inner uh, your inner geeky side, which is always which is always cool. Um, but uh, you guys, obviously, like I mentioned, not just in Texas, have been doing some amazing stuff. You've even uh, worked multiple times now for uh, Ring of Honor wrestling as a tag team. Uh, what's it been like for you know to get in there and, and be a part of you know, we you know working for Ring of Honor, obviously in their Future of Honor sort of program, I guess you could say, but still being out there on that platform.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I I would almost say it leaves me speechless, but that would be a lie. Um, I didn't really have a lot to say, especially when it comes to Ring of Honor. Uh, at the moment, we're both just in that mindset where we realize the type of blessing that we have to be put on a stage where we can showcase what we do on that level. But it's not just the opportunities with them lately uh, that we've had. It, it's the the pushing and the grinding to create more of those. And even as nice as it is with Ring of Honor given those opportunities, it's even nicer when some of the gentlemen in the back in in the locker room, um, they go out of their way to look out for those people that they like, and I can tell you right now, I've had Jay Briscoe, Christopher Daniels, Kenny King, uh, plenty of guys in in the locker room that just are, they're looking, they they want to see me there they believe in what uh, Keith Lee and Shane Taylor bring to the table. And the biggest thing is to not let them down. But another big thing is to continue to lift ourselves up at the same time.
1: Definitely. And, and I think also with, with you and Shane, but also with numerous other wrestlers, something I really love seeing, uh, particularly with Ring of Honor, is um, their, their use of, of Texas wrestlers. It's cool to see a lot of Texas talent, Get featured on their shows, and even some of the shows that come to Texas, even beyond that. Um, do you feel like it's cool that you know guys from that area, where it's for the longest time Texas has been considered sort of its own thing and and sort of to the side almost in a sense. Do you think it's kind of interesting that more Texas wrestlers are kind of getting that opportunity to uh,
2: wrestle on that kind of a plat- uh, kind of a platform? Um, <laughs> I think. There's a lot of talent in Texas that gets overlooked. And I think that anybody that wrestles here or has been here will agree and or um, say the same thing and ask that question. And because of whatever that situation is that caused it, I don't know. But I can tell you, you know, directly with Ring of Honor directly booking me and Shane Taylor in Indiana and in Illinois, that's not a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't us just showing up and saying, hey, can we get a spot? That was them saying, can you be here? We'll do this and this. That is an honor in itself because of the Texas thing. And, and a lot of times wrestling today is seems to be a bigger thing in the, in the Northeast and some of those promoters up there just don't see the worth in a ticket from Texas because uh, mm-hmm. it's an expensive ordeal for them or, or or that just may be an excuse for some. You just don't know uh, what they're thinking all the time. But I think that the more of us that keep this type of uh, progress going, the more that people will see exactly what is in Texas and available in the highest level I mean there's so much talent here it's, it's almost mind-boggling what gets overlooked here
1: totally and, and it seems like you guys have been getting yourself featured to a much wider audience not just at the Ring of Honor live events but also I know your match was up on YouTube uh, on their channel they even I think posted a promo that you and Shane did so it seems like you two are kind of getting it out there more and, and going back to what you said it seems like Ring On has got a lot of, uh, lot of confidence in you and Shane uh, going forward
2: and yeah, um, and that's something that's you know a touching thing for us, and, and and you know we just don't wanna we don't wanna mess anything up. We we are very focused, we're very driven, um, and our intent is to not let them down, and not just them, but these fans that have had no idea who we were, and before we left that ring and they were up giving us standing ovations or chanting for us or whatever the case may be. It's not just ring of honor, but it's for those fans that have shown us the love that has caused ring of honor to have that type of confidence in what we do inside those ropes. So it's, it's, it's something we're just, we're proud of. And I think that we're making a definition in what athletes are, because you see a lot of guys out here that they're not they're not athletes in the ring and sometimes they hurt themselves sometimes they dismantle others but if you got two ginormous guys as some people would say and we're in there moving with the best of them I think that uh, and I, I say moving with the best of them in a literal sense these are mm-hmm. literally some of the most athletic guys on the planet then it it just creates a a, a sense of uh, pride for us that we want to continue.
1: Definitely, and, and from what it seems that you two have been doing, it seems like it, there's no stopping you two when it comes to it comes to showing just that. Um, also, but since we last talked to you, obviously not just in the tag team uh, ranks that you've been doing some cool stuff, but you also as a singles competitor have done some great stuff. Uh, I believe we uh, by the when the time we talked to you, you had won yet even the Inspire Pro uh, Pure Perceived Championship, and and. This whole last year, like, it seems that like you've been really, you know, elevating that championship up with uh, some phenomenal contests that people are really starting to get behind you. At. Uh, what's it been like uh, uh, as pure prestige champion in Spire Pro?
2: You know what? I've, I've, I've decided that uh, this month I'm going to figure out exactly when the Inspire event was in February of last year, because that's when I first won that title. And before I end up defending it against Scott Summers, it will have been over a year since I've won that championship. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it is my entire goal to continue to raise the prestige of that championship And up until whenever it is I may or may not lose it. If I continue to hold it, then that just proves exactly the type of competitor that I am. And if I don't, then that just means it took someone very bad to beat me and take it from me. Um, As the champion, uh, as far as being the pure prestige champion goes, um, I've had a lot of question marks directed my direction. I've had a lot of challenges directed my way, Mm -hmm. which I've welcomed both with open arms. Um, And I'm honestly... At this point, I'm really hungry for higher levels of competition. I want to put on the matches that I know that I can, and I want those those competition levels to rise. And I think that that's heading in a proper direction right now with the opponent I have coming up, which is Showtime Scott Summers, on February 28th, and... To me, it's just been something I've held with pride. I've taken it multiple places with me. I've done what I can in terms of promoting Inspire Pro uh, as one of the champions. I think that I represent a champion quite well. I, I dress different than, than the majority of talents in wrestling. Mm-hmm. I carry myself differently. I speak differently. There's just a multitude of things I do differently from a regular guy or girl. So Definitely. um I
1: was going to say, going Go towards that point, um, uh, to, like you said, so sort of the way you sort of carry yourself. I think a lot of people have that assumption sometimes of, of people, you know, as powerful as you and sort of that wrestle uh, in, in the style that you do. But it seems like you know, you're as much as even your in ring ability. I think the stuff that people have really got behind you is your your personality and 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 your uh, like I mentioned, sort of your geekiness and also your uh, willingness to embrace that. Uh, do you find that that to be as important, I guess you could say, when it comes to you know, you know, making your name in professional wrestling.
2: Do I find that it can be a what?
1: Uh, do you find it like as important as as say like the in ring stuff and, and you know the 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 work put into actually you
2: know being? In, oh, in, I. You know? Um, you know what? <laughs> That's a really good question, and the truth is that is something that I decided was important to me in 2008 um not uh, not a lot of people that are current fans know this but a lot of fans that have known me for years and years and years before injuries and whatnot knew me as Kevin Payne and that's what I debuted as in 2005 and I wrestled under that name for three years and in 2008 I decided screw this I want these fans to know who I am um and it's not that I'm just uh, oh well. Here's my personal life mm-hmm. on display for everybody. It's more of a this is me. This is what I'm into. I want you to know at least that much of who Keith Lee is. So when people say, "Well, what what's your wrestling name?" I'm like, "It's my name. It's it's my name. I don't mm-hmm. I don't use a some sort of made up name. I don't use any of that stuff. I just let people see me for who I am and." whether they accept it or not is up to them. But there's nobody that sees me in the ring that can deny my capabilities inside of the ring, whether they like what I do or what I like or not, you know. So it doesn't hamper me one way or the other.
1: Definitely. And I think uh, I, I bring it up because I feel almost in like, you know, 2015 and now 2016, obviously, uh, especially when it comes to indie wrestling and also even the stars that have moved on to sort of the mainstream from indie wrestling, it seems to be the people with the most popularity are the ones that do kind of, kind of like you said, put your, put yourself out there in a sense. And I, I think beyond even your matches, you know, if you're ever at a show with you, you know, and you're, intera- I can see, you know, you're interacting with fans and the, just the way you interact with them, I think goes a long way in, in what, uh, in what, you know how fans receive you necessarily, would you agree with that?
2: I think in today's wrestling, yes, um, there, there are some times um where i i I suppose that some people would say a character should be involved with those interactions, but that's also why. I prefer to just be myself because a lot of people think that I'm a character, but this is really just who I am. Um, And that's what makes it far better for me. I don't have to try to remember what kind of a character I am. I don't have to, you know, think about how a character would respond to certain things. I get to just be me. And if I feel like an asshole all the time, then I get (laughs) to be that. And if I don't, then I get to be genuine typical nice keith sometimes people light a fire under me and then they get the asshole and sometimes people are a joy to deal with and they just get normal me which you know it's it's genuine either way it goes
1: absolutely definitely um going back to sort of the your career going forward as well obviously we're only a month into 2016 and a lot of people have you know make goals and stuff like that for like new years but uh uh, do you have any particular goals when it comes to this next coming year in mind uh, in Ring of Honor or maybe, you know, opponents you haven't faced that you'd like to or places you work that you haven't? Uh, is there anything that you kind of have a, uh, on your uh, bucket list, so to speak?
2: Um, there There's quite a few, actually, I think. Uh, and I've separated them now as as in terms of. You know, tag team and singles goals. Um, I, I didn't really make them particularly for 2016, but these are just goals that I have set in place. Um, I think as a tag team, uh, me and Shane's first few opponents we really want are um, War Machine, uh, the Killer Elite Squad, and, well, pretty much any tag team from Ring of Honor, Um, just watching those guys just makes us want to jump in the ring sometimes and just ruin matches because Mm -hmm. we just want to, the competition level is just that high and we're both very competitive guys. Um, so anybody in ring of honor, killer lead squad, War machine. Uh, I think if I had to put a list from ring of honor, it'd probably be the Briscoes, the young bucks, a and X, um, uh, I think those would be the main people that we're really wanting to get in the ring and tussle with. Uh Singularly, I, I always love wrestling Raymond Rowe because and speaking of which, I have a match against him February 12th at VIP Wrestling in Arlington, Texas for the VIP Championship and him and I just have a tendency to beat the crap out of each other. Um, And and
1: and do some some very spectacular things as well, uh, especially on your part. Uh, At least least from the last time I saw you guys, I believe you did uh, a—you landed on your feet off of a monkey flip from Ray at one point.
2: Yeah, um, I tend to do things that most three hundred and thirty-pound guys will not do, um, and I think that's an attribution to my athletic. Uh, way. It was just stuff I, I, I like to pull things out that even surprise him. If anybody ever sees that clip, you'll see his face and even he's like WTF. <laughs> and I said that because I don't know if I can use the word, but anyway. <laughs> um. So, aside from Ro, um, there's other guys I would really like to face. I, I would love a match with uh, Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted a match with AJ Styles. But it seems like that's probably going to be quite a wait. (laughs) Um, I would like to get in the ring again with Brian Cage. We had a phenomenal match um, in November of last year. And it it, it could have been even more. So I'm I'm looking forward to a second and a third uh, match against him. And I mean, across the world, there's just such a vast array of talent, especially right now in this day and age. So um, I think my biggest goal, personally, my number one priority is um, A, gain a main spot with Ring of Honor, and B, get myself uh, to Japan. So... Those are, those are one and two, like, the, the highest priorities I have right
1: now. Awesome. And then as you're bringing up matches, I also remember that uh, uh, you actually had a pretty big match in 2015. You actually got to Samoa Joe uh, when he was doing his last sort of run on the independence before going oh, okay. to WWE. Um, what was it like wrestling him? I mean, that's a, that's a obviously a dream match for anyone that's kind of followed your career.
2: Yes. Uh, he was definitely one of the guys that I definitely wanted to wrestle, and I would love to go again with him, because that <laughs> is, you know, two big guys, and he he, he hit me hard enough to kind of take me out of normal Keith. Keep- like, there's certain <laughs> levels of Keith in the ring. There's, there's happy-go-lucky Keith, which is how every match starts. Like, I rarely take anybody seriously, unless there's a reason for me to. Um... And I think that with Joe, I was more nervous than anything else. So it wasn't a very serious match feel for me until he hit me. And then it became, a, oh, he hits hard. This is going to be fantastic. And uh, we both left out of there with all sorts of marks and such. And we had a very long talk after the match. And in the end, we actually became, you know, decent decent uh, acquaintances and exchanged information and all that. And he just he gives me good words of positivity from time to time and it's, you know, something else that just helps and keeps that fire lit and keeps me motivated.
1: Awesome. It's very cool. Um, uh, Going to some uh, more of our regular questions, we also, because we have uh, a few regular questions. I don't think we got the chance to ask you uh, when you were on the show last. uh, So I wanted to get your thoughts. Um, One of the questions we always ask our guests is uh, uh, what are you watching currently uh, wrestling wise, whether it's for, uh, recreation or for studying purposes is there anything that you sort of uh, have your eye on currently
2: um I, I mean obviously i watch ring of honor religiously like everybody should on the comment network guys wednesday is <laughs> 11th central 12th <laughs> <Nice>. anyway uh, <laughs> uh i watch a lot of ring of honor i watch a load and i mean a load of new japan anything um I also watch uh, older Japanese wrestling currently. I had a very long talk with a man that I had an absolutely brutal match with um, also in November, which was Masada. And he directed me in the direction of some names that I haven't studied or given the proper amount of study to learn from. And I've just been watching a lot of older Japanese stuff um as well as um um i guess you could say east coast but in inter- and I, I like watching uh, i'm going to sound like such a fan but truthfully i am uh mm-hmm. mr zack saber junior mm-hmm. that dude is a monster um that's another person i would like to wrestle but i like watching him because he is so sleek and his transitions are so beautiful. He's just, you can tell he's extremely comfortable and natural in the ring. And I just love seeing stuff like that.
1: Awesome. And that's a match I would definitely love to see as well. Um, and, and going to our, our sort of big question that we asked everyone, I think I asked you this last time, but obviously it's been a little while. So the answer you know, may change or adjust. Um, uh, and feel free to take it in any direction. But uh, we asked all our guests, uh, what is the best thing? In your opinion, about independent wrestling, and the worst thing about independent
2: wrestling? Oh, uh, you know what? You did ask me this last time, and <laughs> um, you now now that you ask it again, I think there is one change to my answer. Um, I think that that I'll start with. Actually, I'll start with the worst because that's where the change happens. Now, previously, I said that the worst thing in wrestling are people that are in wrestling and don't belong in wrestling, whether it be um, untrained people, uh, people that don't look like wrestlers, uh, or what have you. However, you know, I I come to think about certain things, and I I watch a lot of talent today, and I had mentioned, you know, smaller guys not being, not not looking like wrestlers. But... (laughs) The more that I watch and I, and I and I pay a lot of attention to locker rooms and, and wrestling itself, and a lot of people don't think I watch their matches or or anything of that sort, but I watch a lot of people whether I know them or not, and there are just some guys, regardless of size, that will make you believe in them and what they do. Um, So I guess to me, the worst thing in wrestling would be untrained people that are extremely dangerous to the future of wrestling. Um, And I think that one thing I'm gonna change is that it's promotions that use that type of supposed talent. Uh, whether it be because they don't want to pay or because they're friends or because they like a certain girl, whatever the case may be, that's probably one of the worst things. All the little promotions. And when I say little, I mean the trashy promotions that use what they call talent when it shouldn't be used. Um, as far as the best thing goes, remains the same, man. It's always, it's the fans, it's, it's. I think, as a professional wrestler, you have to have a love for it, and I think that's probably one of the best things, is the love, the passion. But those fans create an energy that's unlike anything that I could ever get during any workout I've ever done. No matter how tired I am, no matter how beat up I am, those fans will will me on to continue doing whatever it is I'm doing in that ring. Even if I don't belong in there, i.e. the match with Masada and all those weapons.
1: But, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, they lit a fire under my buns and, uh, we, we definitely made it through that. So, uh, always, always I, I, I owe everything. And I think every wrestler does. Every promotion does. The business itself owes what it is to those fans.
1: Absolutely. I I am fully agree. Um, Well, thank you very much, Keith, for joining us again on the show. Very great to talk to you again and sort of get an update on everything that's been happening with you. Uh, If uh, listeners want to check you out on social media or if you have any upcoming events that uh, people can check you out at, uh, feel free to
2: uh, plug away. Oh, well, let me get started. (laughs) So, um, February 6th, I will be debuting at Booker T's Reality of Wrestling promotion. And lo and behold, on my first outing, I get a shot at their heavyweight championship against, uh, I believe his name is Gino. So, that's happening uh, this upcoming Saturday. On the 12th, as I mentioned, I'll be going one-on-one with Raymond Rowe at VIP Wrestling. For the VIP Heavyweight Championship, once again, uh, February 20th will be me, Shane, and Mr. Moonshine Mantell versus War Machine and the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Jack Stane. That's going to be huge. That's at Pro Wrestling Texas. Uh, 28th. As I mentioned earlier, Inspire Pro Wrestling, me versus Showtime Scott Summers, and he will be challenging for my Pure Prestige Championship, and all of this information can be gained on any of my social media platforms, which I've actually changed and made far more simple. If you just, all of them are real Keith Lee, one all together, so... Instagram and Twitter at Real Keith Lee and Facebook slash Real Keith Lee. That's it.
1: Absolutely, thank you very much again, Keith, for uh, stopping by and talking with us. Uh, Definitely, if you are you know follow at Real Keith Lee, and also if you see Real Keith Lee on the show near you, show near you, definitely go check it out because you will not be disappointed. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to take a quick look, I believe, uh, at uh, our good friend Antonio Garza at the Wrestling Revolution telling uh, telling. Uh, his story of what the mayhem show
2: means
1: to him. We'll be right back. Well, it it's had a, a time impact, economic impact, and but I mean it's all good. Uh, I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I have a little itch in my in my bag that I think I want to start my own podcast now. So it's definitely it's definitely happening. <laughs> Uh, we'll see what, what 2016 has for us.
0: Indie Mayhem Show, fantastic. Thank you, Antonio Garza, for uh, uh, the WrestlingRevolution.com. Uh, check out his stuff. And he's got a lot of stuff going on a lot of reviews of some, uh, 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 some indies, some, some, some Royal Rumbles, some NXT stuff, all kinds of great stuff over there. Uh, so I want to give him a shout out. And, of course, uh, uh, thanks to Keith Lee. He's a guy that I know. Um, I was excited to see that he's coming back uh, on the show because he's a guy that's popped up a lot on my radar. And, uh, and again, he's one of those. He, he's, he's fun. I like to hear that he's a geek, too. Uh, so if it's right in, I'd, I'd love to see him up here in the Pittsburgh area. And, and hopefully somebody out there <clears throat> is listening to that and can get that lined up. Uh, could you imagine? Can we, can, we, can we throw Keith Lee in Super Indy or something? Like, would that make sense? Uh, I, I yeah. think he would be a perfect fit in Super <laughs> Indie. <laughs> hey, plumber. Let's 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 see what we can do there. Let's uh, we can get him coming up with a, a car ride with uh, Ray Rowe. They they stop punching each other in the face or whatever they're doing down there in your inspired pro. <laughs> I I need to see this video you guys were talking about. That sounds great. Uh, so hey, um, first of all, I wanted to give kind of a shout out to you guys. Um. Uh, I, I I forgot how much I loved listening to you guys talk about Lucha Underground. I don't. <laughs> I have actually listened to you guys talk about episodes of Lucha Underground in season one more than I've watched episodes of Lucha Underground in Season 1, okay? what you, well. you guys are doing on the midweek war. That's what, that's what got me and that's why I knew I had to get in at the ground floor of Season 2. And talking about that because, you know, of course this is, uh, you know, we talk to the guys from these shows, from the TNAs, from the not-WWEs. Uh, I, I like to have the broad spectrum to this. It's not just the indie wrestling and the bingo halls, guys. Um, uh, it, it's a it's love for wrestling I think it's a broader topic. But also, I, I I hope that this show and I hope what we do with a lot of the wrestling mayhem shows is um kind of promote love of wrestling. Not the you know, we were kind of talking about some some reviews of wrestling shows here on the break and and how I love how a guy like Tragar here and I'm sorry I, I really need to get your blog URL. Uh, uh, uh so i can promote it a bit more that man uh but it's good stuff and, and and he posts stuff as a wrestling fan he's writing his review as a wrestling fan and his thoughts on it um and i appreciate that versus the the, the ones that really kind of you know, as ah, a five star match, that's a three, that's a two star match, you know, and you look at it, like, what are you basing that on? You know, what, like, I mean? what does it mean? <laughs> Don't we have that problem? Also, like we've been seeing with Lucha Underground uh, with the Jim cornets out there and saying, this isn't wrestling, drop a nuclear bomb on it. Like, that's in the thing. I couldn't believe he, he was. Yeah, it doesn't. Like what is this? It's not even a wrestling promo at this point, uh, but but really interesting to see, right? Um, you know a, this old school thinking, and versus it's 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 taking it for what it works what it's worth, you know. And I think certain indie shows don't work. If you look, if you just look at the card of what happened at Renegade Wrestling Alliance, it it's not going to tell you anything, right? You know, if right. I just look at the card, at Inspire Pro, you can't convey to me how it feels to be at that show. And I think that's, sometimes that doesn't even come across on DVD as hard as as your team tries and my team tries yeah. to get that out there. We try to do what we can within our means, um, and and I think uh, I, I I think that's that's really important to 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 kind of talk about. And I'm really loved the conversations that that I'm hearing uh, again listening to the We Watch Wrestling podcast. I'm freaking hooked on that with you guys. Uh, that that I don't know. Eamon, are you in that in that troop of 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 our guys that listen to those guys?
1: Uh, I I listen to them every once in a while. I don't think I follow them as religiously but, as like like Bobby or right. or Matt Carlin's.
0: But again, like like I couldn't give two craps about PWG because I don't watch it a lot. Yeah, you know, other than hearing all there's a of fun stuff happening there. But again, yeah. I just love hearing those guys being excited about wrestling. Yeah. That's enough. There's just
1: there's two ways people like you said there's two ways that people view it. I view it obviously wrestling. I like when people are passionate about wrestling. Uh, I mentioned it when we did the last uh, for the Lucha Underground premiere, yeah. uh,
2: because
1: I went to a premiere party that was at um, at a bar in downtown Austin. Hot
0: stuff aiming, going to the premiere party, all red carpeting uh, it up with Lucha Underground. Look at this guy.
1: All fancy. Um, But It was so interesting. I I feel like people say it a lot, but it really is true. Wrestling is a communal event. Right, right. I love watching on the ground. I will watch the ground and, and love it forever. But like, uh, there was something also that added to it—me being around, like maybe like 60, 70 other people who loved it just as much as I did, and were like chanting at the at uh, chanting at a television screen. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, that's that's what I love. Like, there's people who are more. like you said, more analytical with it, and that's fine. But it's just like, I don't know. I I, I consider wrestling more of an art form than the science. There's people out there who will. Take um, uh, Meltzer's, like, rating, like, his star ratings (laughs) on matches and use, like, use it for, like, scientific analysis and be like, this is, you know, how this wrestler got this, an average of this rate. It's, like, that's one dude's opinion. You're you're basing, you know, a person's uh, performance on one dude's opinion. You know, obviously, Dave Meltzer's super, you know, reputable. I'm not, you know, trying to take anything away from him, but it's still just one dude's opinion.
0: Right, right, and, and I think, I think everybody's, I think everybody tries to emulate what they see. Right, like as a podcaster, we try to emulate the radio and the shows that we listen to, and maybe other wrestling podcasts, or what we see on TV, uh, or, or, or something to that effect. Right. So, as right. a person with a wrestling blog, as there are many out there out there, right? I mean, hey, as, as many as there are. Any of us, um, um, any of us that uh, do a podcast, right? Who the hell am I to do a podcast, right? And I, I'm hoping yeah. over the years we've kind of proven that we're, we're we 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 have something to say that's worth listening to. Um, you know, being around this long, uh, for instance. But but they're sitting there and, and saying, okay, this is what Meltzer is doing. So I'm gonna do my version of it, right? Uh, and I'm not saying that that's like horribly wrong or anything like that. I, it just, I, I, I think. Um, but you almost feel bad for him in a sense,
1: like, right?
0: It's a when, where's the part you started this because you enjoy wrestling, and it seems like that's not the crux of what you're doing anymore, right? Right. So I
1: mean, it seems like you like you know focus so much time on like the analytical side of it, and it's like. There's nothing wrong with it, but it just sometimes you just feel like I, you know, you know, just sit and enjoy it, like just you know. What I mean, not to say people don't enjoy it, but like, don't worry about you know what makes a two star match or a three star match, like right. Just, just
0: watch and, and either like it or don't. You know, here's the problem too. Isn't the isn't the the conversation so intangible? Like we've seen this, you, know, you and I sit there raw and well, actually, uh, I sometimes I look at you for this because you have something that you have kind of have a sticking point on. Right. And I and, don't and us do this, especially watching like a Monday Night Raw. Right. Where you're like, yeah. I, I don't understand why, why, why is this happening? You know. But, again, kind of like, man, you know, we always have that this that's fine comment, right? Because we can't really tell you. <laughs>
1: it's that, about, that's about the FJ town. Chris. Yeah, yeah.
0: But it's the disambiguous, like, man, just sit back. It's a thing that happened. It's it, They probably didn't even think about it as much as you, you just thought about it. And they just put that thing on national TV. And it's probably one of the highest rated things that happened tonight. Right, just because that yeah. so many people are looking, uh, like I, I think, unfortunately, we're sitting there and we're watching like a Monday Night Raw, and 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 we have for so long, and now we're all we do is compare it to the good old days. <laughs> yeah, and 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 you can't. I think it is possible to sit down on WWE Raw and have fun. It's yeah, hard, I, but it's it is definitely still hard for me to do that, right? um right. because of where we're at with with our. I don't know. I don't want to say like wrestling knowledge. That sounds so. That sounds so horrible when I say it. Well, like I
1: think that. I, I think there is that thing of like, all like you mentioned, like the oh, oh, back in the good old days sort of thing. And that happens a lot. That happens for people who watch wrestling in the '90s and in the '80s and even before that. Um, I think that I'm um, just I, I, I trying to pull it up, but I don't know if I'd be able to. Uh, Excalibur, who's the commentator for PWG, uh, just posted a really really great tweet about like 10 years from now, people are going to be what, you know, there are people going to be emulating and falling in love basically with the wrestlers of the modern day. Currently your AJ Styles, your um, Finn Balor is your young bucks, all that stuff. And they're going to be, you know, saying, Oh, I miss wrestling was back in those days. You know what I mean? like, it's it's just a thing that happens, you know what I mean? They're going to treat them like we treated, you know, you know, The Rock and Austin and um, Hogan and all those guys. Like th- they're going to be considered when wrestling was good. Because wrestling's obviously, people say people, there's, a lot of people just think that because wrestling isn't what it was, that it's downturned. You know, Jim Cornette commenting saying like, you know. Uh, I like when wrestling makes money, and now and wrestling's not making money anymore. That's not really the case. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you know, there's the business has changed, but it's still successful. And we are living in a in a very great period for wrestling right now. I feel.
0: Yeah, yeah, and just kind of step, step back and kind of again, uh, you know, like we say, we we try to talk about the stuff we like and the way the way to be fans. Um, we almost have to reeducate the people, don't we? A bit, um, yeah. How, how and then dance.
1: I can really educate them time.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? because I, well, here's, I mean, I, I, I've I, been saying this, I, 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 you know, I've said this in private, and I'm saying it a little more vocally these days. I love uh, our good friends, Justin Lamar, those guys over at Chair Shot Reality, guys over at zone right? They, they do a great job with what they do. But mm-hmm. it's not the kind of wrestling show that I want to do, right? And, yeah. and, and I, I don't mean that in a demeaning way, um, but I know if I talked about wrestling day in and day out the, in the manner they do, and, I, and it's hard for me to kind of describe what the difference is, how I feel, and maybe somebody's listening to the, the way we do Wrestling Mayhem Show and don't see the difference, and, and, and that's fine. But to me, uh, uh, that, the way, how, how do I put this? The way that they talk about wrestling, and it's in that common Consciousness, right? Of how yeah. everybody thinks about wrestling, as far as dirt sheets, as far as this is the thing that's happening backstage, right? And and again, there. Why are we, you know, as we want to be something different, contributing to that conversation when we can have yeah. a different conversations? Like, okay, what do you like about that show? You know, instead of just complaining about it, you know, uh, you know, or, what, well,
1: complaining especially of like what it used to be. Well, it wasn't right, this, right? Right? Does or doesn't it or, mean it's does it it bad.
0: Yeah. Or or sitting here and trying to armchair. Book to a certain degree it's more just like let's just be fans and talk about this thing and that's where this that's yeah. where the roots of what we've been trying to do is and, and and this show is you know let truly about being a fan and loving the alternatives like national pro wrestling day you're not gonna do it hey
1: before we transition to that I oh okay
0: we... oh,
1: sorry sorry because i, I... Realize you were trying to. I jumped.
0: I jumped the transition. I'm sorry. I'm distracted oh. by this picture on Facebook of the boogeyman and Papa Shango riding uh, uh, stuffed animals on Facebook. That's popped up. It's breaking that, me. It. It's breaking me. Uh, former RWA champion Chris Taylor posted it. Another guy we need to get on the show. And uh, uh, I. Wow. Sure. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm down for it. Uh, I, I found the tweets I was talking about. I, I
1: just want to read them really quickly because I think they're very poignant. Um, this is from Excalibur, by the way, from PWG commentary fan. Ten uh, years from now, there will be a generation of rookies inspired by this current golden age of professional wrestling. How nuts is that? There will, be a team, there will be teams inspired by the Bucks that have never heard of the Hardys or the Rockers. Intergender title matches will be commonplace. World of sport will be forgotten. UWF will be this half-remembered dream, while Hero, Gulak, and Thatcher will be seen as trailblazers. Um, he goes on uh, about more stuff. It really is a magical time to be involved in professional wrestling as a wrestler fan, both or something in between. Uh, next time you complain about the current state of wrestling, take a moment and realize how good you have it. This is a literal Renaissance. Things are happening now that will reverberate through generations to come. We are all lucky to be able to see it firsthand. And I just feel that was really poignant and, and made a really great point. Um, but going into national pro wrestling day. <laughs>
0: National Pro Wrestling Day, yes. National uh, Pro
1: Wrestling Day.
0: National Pro Wrestling Day. <laughs> Day of National Pro Wrestling. <laughs> yes. Oh, the old outside joke on this show. Uh yeah. I had the pleasure of attending the very first National Pro Wrestling Day. Mm-hmm. Oh good, we're not doing that again. Um it, it was something completely <laughs> it was something completely different at the time. This is molded over time, and, and I think it's a really cool thing that they do. I hate that I, I kind of find out about it like the week of and and even even so ah uh, crap I'm on the wrong computer and there is all my messages of all the people I was just trying to book uh is <laughs> it is it <a> bad <laughs> that I book people on the show because I think about it during the show so I'm like well I'm gonna kick a message off of them and now that I'm i in booking right. discussions while I'm on the show it's multitasking people um but anyways <laughs> anyways that's the point National Pro Wrestling Day that will pop up here um. It's this Saturday? this Saturday, Reading, PA? Which I uh, had, you know what? Maybe I could swing out there. It's only six hours away, actually, it's like four hours Is away. It- but it's also free. It's also free, which means, am I going to get there and be able to get in? Because you can't pre-free to purchase tickets or anything. Mickey James is there as a headliner, so you had me there. Kimberly is her opponent. Yep. And of course, a smattering yep. of people that are just great faces and names and characters that you've known and heard about across Shakara and and, and and things like that. Uh, uh, they got They're a lot doing of. Their,
1: uh- they're doing their entire Young Lions Cup tournament as well.
0: That's incredible. Um,
1: on that night. So there's going to be, Ch- and that's a mix of Chikara talents and talents from, you know, across, you know, the country. Um, so, yeah, there are a lot of names I haven't heard of, but hey, you never know. Maybe they'll be really cool. Right, right. I uh, mean,
0: but it is a free show, and it is Chikara, and I, I, I think that, that goes a long way as far as things go. Uh, you know, there's a good brand you, you kind of trust there, and, and, and you know what you're getting out of it. I mean, this is kind of a glorified Chikara show, to be quite honest. Um yeah. and that's okay. Um it, you know, they're the guys that ran it from the from the beginning. Uh Project Polaris is the is the charity. Uh yep. they're, they're taking it's uh
1: those- I don't uh, it's either to raise awareness or to contribute to a specific cause that curb uh human trafficking.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, human trafficking, labor trafficking, sex trafficking, um um that sort of thing. And uh which I'm, I'm not unfamiliar with uh, uh actually uh, uh uh you know, I I know some other people that have been working in, in those kinds of areas as well. Uh so so a great cause um and, and it's charity and, and I think it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing for them to do, pretty cool thing for them to set up. I, I if you're in the area, able to travel to it. Um I mean it's no king of trios or anything, but it's a long, young lion's cup, which is something that has done for ages, and it's been a big part of what they do. Uh I think it's worthwhile. And I I love doing it. It's, it it it's again, you know, a day. Of celebration of pro wrestling, and 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 yes, it's Shakara. but uh, and I'd love to see something wider. I I love the concept, and again, execution is the hardest damn thing. I love the concept of the first year where it was all these representative matches from all these different promotions, like it was a huge, okay. crazy sampler platter, and I'm sure it gave Mike Quackenbush a lot of gray hairs, right? Um, yes and <laughs> with of course the international wrestling cartel was was a part of that as well as a like, kaiju big battle led to some very interesting road stories that that I have in my brain from it uh you know our friend uh, that's now uh, Eli Samson over on the drifter on uh, NXT was a part of that John McChesney um, and it was a, it was a really good time uh, yeah but and uh, but again I see why they, they've swapped up the formats and made something a little bit different here uh but i, I think it'll be good uh take a look at that are, are they streaming this do you know is there any word uh, on that i don't
1: believe this will be streaming but no, this will be this on, obviously with all oh, the rest of their events on no. uh on the dvds as
0: well as on uh oh, wait. So. Oh, oh no no i'm sorry they, they, there is streaming info for last year's actually uh, no on their website <laughs> so I, I was like the streaming info right here no that's last year's so, go check that out. And, of course, uh, around the indies, a lot of cool stuff. Anything that caught your eye out of there this week, uh, Eamon? Uh, I haven't checked it out yet, but Chris, I should. Over uh, yeah, US, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 looks like Chris Heroes uh, got a lot of stuff going on. I'm uh, I'm not terribly hooked up. That I can show a lot of the videos on here. Um, but uh, a lot of cool stuff there. A lot of Shakara, Limitless, Limitless Wrestling. Um, Zack Sabre Jr., who just got a mention with a moose up in maine uh so uh and, and uh i gotta give a call out to this interesting uh neat bridging backslide let me see if i can pull this up here uh uh that uh uh who is this am ambronian am- amber oh oh, amber o'neill okay parsing her okay. <laughs> parsing her twitter account apparently um hmm uh, but uh, but yeah, I, you know, really cool stuff there uh, uh, against actually uh, Leva Leva Bates, uh, uh, Blue Pants, of course of of uh, 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 NXT fame, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. So go check that. Out. Uh, Matt does a great job compiling these things, and uh, and a lot of people are kind of getting notice on it, and and it's really cool uh, to see to see just visually again. He's using social media uh, to its finest, and you can go check out what's going on and get a little peek. Like I, I'm I'm checking out this clip over here. Uh, on the feed of uh, Chris, Chris Hero versus Matt Tremont, a, a friend of the show over at Beyond mm-hmm. Wrestling. Uh, and, and 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 check out this venue that they're in, you know, this tiered venue. It looks like it's packed. That's awesome. Nice. That's completely awesome. That's not something, um, that number and size and type of venue that you see, at least in this area. And I don't know if you do over there, Eamon, but, you know, mm. again, you get to see the sights and sounds and, and hopefully a little bit of that feeling that we talked about before. Uh, with a lot of these indie promotions,
1: absolutely. Yeah, definitely some really good stuff here on uh, on around the indies. So like like you mentioned, definitely go check it out at indies.us.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's a, there's the back bridge for you guys on video as well. All right, Eamon, it's been fun. Uh, thanks, Keith Lee, coming in. Thanks for tracking him down on, on last notice. Uh, we will have, we are scheduled to have in about, uh, three weeks, I think from now, Ray Lynn will be joining us. She's been making some waves. She's been on some women of honor stuff with ring of honor. Uh, and of course, uh, just, just had some great stuff with, uh, Brett Baker, another friend of the show, angel dust and Marty Bell of TNA over in, uh, international wrestling cartel. Uh, amen. There's so many people I want to get on the show. I wish we were more than once a week almost. <laughs> um, so maybe we should start stacking these things up. I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I just want to get. Hey, can I get you on? Oh, hey, wait three months. You know, uh, yeah. You know, unfortunately, because of the way we schedule. But um, <laughs> you with know, like the one that I'm scheduling right now on my phone because this is how I'm doing things right now. Um, but yeah, uh, stay tuned. Amen at Amen to please check out InspireProWrestling.com for the stuff that he's involved with down there. Hear his his fine fine voice on all those videos from fun 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 yeah. fun day. Uh, and and
1: uh, a new event just went up on SmartMark Video today of our Tag Kit event. Um, so you can go order that on MP4 and uh, VOD.
0: Awesome, go check it out. Of course, uh, IndieWrestling.us, SilvertronMedia.com wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Uh, subscribe to this show with all the links over at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. At Mayhem Show on the Twitter. Until uh, next time, support indie wrestling.
2: Oh. Oh.